A reading from the book of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 96 on page 4 of your worship booklet. Would you please stand as you are able as we sing together?
Please be seated. A reading from the letter of Paul to Titus. The grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age, to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds." Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration that was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. She gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And the angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Christmas last year was a very different experience for me than usual. Nathaniel has told me several times he's glad I'm not in Louis this year, but here with him, helping. Last year, a group of missioners from the Diocese of Missouri were on a trip to the Diocese of Louis in southern Sudan, and I was along on that trip. Louis sits just five degrees north of the equator, so they don't have seasons like we do. Every day of the year, there are almost exactly as many hours of sunlight as of dark. There's a rainy season, but not a cold season. 
Christmas morning, all of the missionaries went out two by two to the various um, archdeaconries to preach. Deb and I bumped along in a truck to Wandi, along a road that was hard to distinguish from a dry creek bed. We got to Wandi about 10 o'clock in the morning. Service didn't start till 11, and the temperature was already well into the 90s. I preached out in the sun because the little shade that they had built for us under plastic was too low for me, out under a mango tree, very different from here, all of us wrapped up in the dark. The Christians in Louis are a Christmas people. Christmas is their big feast, more important to them than Easter. Everyone in the village comes to church in the morning. And church goes on for a long time. And then there is a feast after church for the whole village. In Louis, they killed a cow for the feast, and the whole village ate. And then after the feast, there are games. When we got back from Wandi about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the games were still going on in Louis Town under the laurel tree. So I wondered, why is Christmas such a big deal for the Christians in Louis? It's not like it's the shortest day of the year and the sun is getting ready to come back. It never goes away. It's not like it's cold and winter will soon be over. For them, it's a particularly Christian feast. It has nothing to do with the solstice and a pagan celebration like it does for those of us of European descent. For the Christians in Louis, Christmas is strictly about the incarnation, about God coming in the flesh, The Christians in Louis are more impressed that God showed up in the first place than that Jesus rose from the dead. Christmas is about showing up. When we were in Louis last Christmas, we got a chance to meet Archbishop Daniel, the Archbishop of Sudan, and we asked him what message he wanted us to bring back to the church in the U.S. And he said, tell them to come and see us. We asked him if there weren't other things more important to him, and he said, no, come and see us. If you have $1,000, come and see us. I think he underestimated the cost of the trip. If you have $2,000, come and see us and bring $1,000 with you, but come and see us. In our relationship with the Christians of Louis, I think that's been a very hard concept for us to grasp. We are task-oriented people. We want to do something when we are there. We want to drill wells or build schools or teach children or irrigate farms or what they'd like to have us do is buy a tractor. All of these things are well and good and we should do them, but they just want us to show up. In the Christmas story, God shows up. So often in life, that's what's important. If you go to a calling hours before a funeral, the family will never remember what you said to them. They will remember that you showed up. When a friend is going through a tough time and you call her up or him and take them out to coffee, they won't remember what you said. They'll remember that you showed up. When you cook a meal at Ronald McDonald House or volunteer at Feed My People or cook a meal at a shelter or soup kitchen, What matters is that you show up. My dad is in a nursing home this Christmas. All of my family feels terrible about that. There is nothing we can do. We can't make him better. Medicine can't make him better. It is what it is. But we can show up.
And God doesn't show up as a powerful king or a military leader or a divine figure even. God shows up as an infant. When we are confronted with the problems in Louis, and they are many, or the difficulties that the families at Ronald McDonald House face, or with hunger in this country, or even with situations like my dad, we may feel that we are powerless to do anything. And maybe we are. Maybe we can't make a significant change. But we can start by showing up. Luke tells his story in a very specific way. He ties it down to a specific time. In the reign of Caesar Augustus, when Quirinius was governor of Syria, a decree went out from Caesar that all the world should be enrolled. An arrogant command. Caesar Augustus, whom the whole world worshipped as savior, the Greek cities of Asia Minor declared his birthday to be the beginning of the world. Cities all around the empire built altars and temples to him. He had ended decades of civil war and brought peace at last. But the angels don't come to Rome. They don't sing at the dedication of the new altar to peace in Rome. They don't come to a new temple of Caesar. They don't come to his armies encamped all over the empire that night. They come to a bunch of shepherds nobodies on the outskirts of everything that matters. And they sing a song of peace, a song written for Caesar, peace to all whom he favors. God shows up even to the most unlikely. He shows up as an infant in a feeding trough, in a smelly camel stall out behind the guest house in Bethlehem. And the world is forever changed. When we hold that child in our arms, when we welcome that helpless infant into our heart, we can never be the same. The Marys of the world, the Josephs, the people for whom life seems to have gone off the track, the moms and dads at Ronald McDonald House struggling to hold their emotional lives together, the people who come to feed my people struggling to hold their financial lives together, the people who come for the piecemeal, all of them are God-bearers, and so are we. Whenever we show up where God would have us, whenever we visit someone in a nursing home, whenever we cook a meal, help a friend, listen, or just come to see what God would have us see, we are God-bearers. Tonight, God shows up. God shows up at an in as an infant in a dirty stable, as food for the world. That's the hard part. As the Christians in Louis see it, that's the important part. Whenever we show up, we bear God for each other, whether under a mango tree in the baking sun or in a cozy room like this one on a cold winter night. Whenever we show up, God meets us there. Amen.